All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning. It's nearly the weekend. Just that pesky Friday to contend with. Here's everything you need to know at the start of it. I'm Alex Matthew. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and today is the 25th of January. In major news in the banking space, the Central Bureau of Investigation has filed a first information report or FIR against former ICICI Bank Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer Chanda Kochar, her husband and VN Dhut, the Managing Director of Vidicon Industries. This is over alleged irregularities in transactions between the lender and private entities. The FIR alleges that Chanda Kocher got illegal gratification or undue benefit through her husband from Vidicon Industries or VN Dhut for sanctioning a term loan of 300 crore rupees to a company known as Vidicon International Electronics. Aviation veteran Ronajay Datta has been appointed as Chief Executive Officer of Indigo for five years. That's from a stock exchange notification. And Tata Motors has no plans to invest and upgrade the Nano to meet BS6 standards, according to a company official. And that means that production and sales of the vehicle could stop latest by April 2020. All prices should be watched as tensions in Venezuela intensify. The country's president, Nicolas Maduro, defied calls from the US and other nations to cede control. Venezuela, by the way, holds the world's biggest crude reserves. Now, the fortress-like U.S. embassy on Caracas hilltop may become a flashpoint after Maduro's order for American diplomats to evacuate was ignored. ECB chair Mario Draghi has intensified his warnings on the challenges facing the euro area economy, signalling the European Central Bank could be even more cautious about any withdrawal of a crisis-era stimulus this year. In the United States, the Senate blocked two rival proposals to reopen U.S. government agencies in largely partisan votes, leaving President Donald Trump and lawmakers deadlocked with a partial shutdown in its 34th day. The Senate, voting 52 to 44 on Thursday, failed to get the 60 needed to advance a democratic measure that would reopen agencies until the 8th of February to allow time for talks on a border security plan. On an earlier 50-47 vote, the chamber lacked the support to move forward with Trump's plan to spend $5.7 billion on a border wall and temporarily protect some young undocumented immigrants from deportation. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said the US and China are eager to end their trade war, but the outcome will hinge on whether Beijing will deepen economic reforms and further open up its markets. Ross said negotiators are making progress on easier issues like how much of certain American products the Chinese will agree to buy, such as soybeans and liquefied natural gas. Earlier in the day, Ross downplayed expectations for an end to the US-China trade war, saying the world's two largest economies are a long way from resolving their differences. Meanwhile, a top Chinese regulator has said that more approvals will be given in the next six months to global banks seeking majority ownership in their local securities ventures, as authorities vowed to allow foreign firms greater access to its $40 trillion financial sector. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended the day mixed on continued uncertainty both domestically with the ongoing government shutdown and internationally with the trade talks. 
The Dow ended lower by a tenth of a percent, while the S&P 500 eked out a gain of just over a tenth of a percent. The Nasdaq, meanwhile, gained by 0.7%. In Asia this morning, the three early rises have begun the session strongly, with gains of between 0.4 and 0.6%. And with that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at the end of the week? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. The global queues are muted at this point of time, but the SGX Nifty is indicating a positive outlook. Crude snapped the three-day fall and uh, there was a positive close to the base metals on the LME, especially lead, which was doing extremely well. In terms of earnings today, Larson and Tubro and Maruti Suzuki are the Nifty companies, but among the other companies, Devan Housing Finance, Grah Finance, M&M Financial, Sriram City Union Finance and Gati will report numbers today. In terms of earnings after market hours, PNB Housing Finance reported steady performance in a quarter despite a volatile environment. Strong performance by QuestCorp with growth across all segments. Biocon's strong set of numbers above expectations number led by the fulfiller momentum. Biologics and branded formulation segment, both of them grew. Hudson Agro Products steady quarter uh, with growth seen across. Uh, emphasis, it was a strong growth quarter but the margins was a miss this time around. Bharat Bijli and Pfizer reported strong set of numbers and weak set of numbers were reported by Suntech Realty. In Suntech Realty, the auditors stated in their report that the group has overdue trade receivables worth 12 crores and the parent company has exposure of receivables worth 11 crores. The report also states that the management has taken necessary steps to recover these receivables. Interglobe Aviation in focus, they've appointed Ronojoy Datta as the CEO of the company. Lind India, the promoter's BOC group, rejects the discovered price of 2025 per share for the delisting, so the delisting is off now. Deepak Fertilizer clarifies that the company has been repaying commercial papers in accordance with due dates and the company along with its arm have no commercial papers outstanding as on date. The comp- remember, the stock has been falling significantly. UPL says that regarding the 100% acquisition of US-based Arista Life Sciences, both parties have obtained all the regulatory approvals, which is expected to close in by Jan 31st. UBS has acquired 2% stake in Shankara Building, Ontario Pension Fund as well as Montreal Emerging Market Fund were the sellers. Norges Bank sold in 2.5 lakh shares in Care Rating and GHI Group sold in 2.4% stake in Balaji Telefilms yesterday. In terms of brokerages, UBS has come out with a note on the auto sector in which they have downgraded two counters, Hero Motocorp to a sell and Bosch also to a sell and both the target prices have been cut. Bosch to 15,500 and Hero Motocorp to 2,650. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, BloombergQuinn.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thank you, Darshan. And thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a good day and an even better weekend ahead. I hope you enjoy listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.